Welcome to On Cam Ready. I'm Jamie Maglietta, a TV news veteran here to help you produce up your content so you can become more on cam ready for your social media and potential opportunities with the press. Here's a clip from this week's episode. The TikToks that are going bananas right now, doctors, lawyers, dentists, I mean, it's crazy. Plumbers, like it's, I because I go in, what I do is I study. <laughs> I study what's going doing well and I figure out why. And this it started on TikTok. It's now coming over to Instagram. Everything felt very scripted for a while in Reels, myself included. Now it's literally those talk to camera videos look like an Instagram story, but they're Reels and TikToks and they go bananas. That's what Shannon McKinstry says. She's a social media guru and we'll get to her in a moment. You know, but if you're like me and you feel uncomfortable talking to your camera, sharing your life story on your phone and your Instagram or on your TikTok, then this is the conversation for you. Shannon really knows how to make social media fun and, and easy because if you don't show up, it's really hard for people to build a relationship with you. And as a business or brand, you know you need them to know, like, and trust you. And she has definitely shown that communicating with her audience through her stories is a great way to build a relationship and trust. Our conversation will dig into all the ways that you can really maximize your efforts online. Showing up and delivering what your audience needs is one of the things that you need to do if you want to be on cam ready. Our guest today built trust, mainly by focusing on her storytelling and using her stories to bring followers into not only her life, but into her business process. And if you're watching this video podcast on YouTube, you can also see behind the scenes videos of how I create content to creating a video podcast to the, lightings I, the lights I use, and the clothes I'm wearing and suggest if you're ever going to be in an on-camera interview on a morning show or prime time. By sharing what we know and the behind the scenes, the hope is that you will build that relationship with your audience so that they know, like, and trust you. Whatever platform you decide to focus on, her point is Establish yourself as the expert by offering value in a personal way. How would you tell your friends what you do? Be that person. Be that friend in your stories. Because as I've said before, those who show up glow up. I'm sure you've seen them. I've witnessed so many. They build a brand, make sales online, become an expert on television, get quoted in articles, become authors, and create an empire. Just because they were on cam ready and they were, they were putting themselves out there across their social media platforms. One thing worth emphasizing is that traditional media is still one of the best ways for a brand to establish trust. Just search online and you'll see the research. I, I came across articles on LinkedIn where people were just posting about this over the summer. Professionals still want to land opportunities on television. But in order to attract the media, in order to be present in the press's mind, you need to be present online. 
if they go to search you and you aren't there, it makes it a harder sell for them to put you on TV. Being on one of the big three, MSNBC, CNN, or Fox, or, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, BBC, all these other networks, showing up there really helps legitimize your brand and your business. On Instagram and TikTok, I follow Palal Desai. She is a New Jersey teacher who went viral sharing life lessons with her sons. And she would just do the life lesson and then stare at the camera. She became more than an influencer when she landed her appearance on the Tamron Hall show. You could also see the excitement on her face when she was in the green room. Traditional media is still the way to legitimize your brand and your business. The same goes for Lena Nori. I saw her on NBC's Style File. And let me tell you, my obsession with her looks went up. She's also someone who has become a legitimate style expert because now NBC said she is. So in the eyes of others, she is more than. And what business owner doesn't want to be more than? What influencer, person on Instagram or TikTok or someone on social media doesn't want to be recognized as more than someone making viral videos? Traditional media, print or cable, is still one of those ways. And if you want to become on cam ready for those moments, you really need some expertise from TV insiders. And that's who I will be having on this podcast. So I'm just here to remind you all that even though you're turning to your phones for mostly everything, traditional media is still hands down one of the best ways to legitimize your business and build trust with your audience. You land a spot on local, national, or global news, and you're going to become the go-to expert on your subject matter. So I'm going to be bringing on TV insiders to help you prepare to research and really be the best version of yourself on social media, as well as when you land that TV interview. We'll give you insider knowledge to help you really prepare, relax, and look into that camera and be your best self. (laughs) As a former guest hunter, I guess I still am because I have this video podcast, I always focus on luring in the behind the scenes folks to the camera, because those are always the ones that have a tremendous value. But it's really hard to get them TV ready without a lot of preparation. So when you're dealing with crunch time, you know, I really just wish some of them would have already started preparing for those moments. With social media, it's kind of hard not to. You should be out front. So this entire video podcast is going to help you elevate your brand and become more alluring to the press. In our first episode, we are going to talk to social media guru, Shannon McKinstry. As I said, the link to her website is in the bio, so be sure to check it out. She has built a business encouraging professionals to make social media fun and simple. 
on Instagram. She offers tips to help people get over their hangups and have a positive personal transformation that translates to followers and sales. Since I am a recovering news junkie, I joke, but (laughs) news is what um, Shannon and I actually connected over. She actually worked at CNN before pivoting into marketing. And remember I said, you know, the press is always looking for something unique about the guests. I said this in one of my teasers or trailers. And when I found Shannon, the fact that she worked at CNN made her unique to me. It was like, oh, a connection point. She is someone who could potentially connect with the viewers and the audience I hope to have or have. So since we both worked at CNN and, you know, that became our touch point, we built this conversation a little bit differently than other chats focused on social media. So I hope you enjoy it. Be sure to like this video if you're on YouTube and subscribe to the channel or download this podcast. Here's our entire conversation. And be sure to wait till the end because, of course, as TV producers, that's when we got to the good stuff. And remember, I'll see you online. Enjoy the conversation. We're with Shannon McKinstry. She is amazing at social media. But guys, it didn't start there, okay? She actually started at CNN working in media operations content creation. And that was like, what, 17 years ago. And since then, she has really worked her way up to be where she is now. And I think that's important because a lot of people may see Shannon and think on Instagram and think, wow, she's like a overnight rock star. No, you don't start there. You start from years of work. So Shannon, I'm so glad you could join us. And I just wanted to start off by saying thank you. And you've been an inspiration to me to see you pivot and to make something of your own has been a true inspiration. And I just wanted to say thank you for inspiring me. Thank you, Jamie. That means way more than you know. Yeah, it's been quite a journey. (laughs) I'm super excited about our conversation. Good. So why don't you start off by just talking about your CNN experience. And really, it's more to kind of illustrate to people that, you know, sometimes you start in a totally different place than you wind up succeeding in, right? So where was, uh, where, what was it like at CNN? What was your role in media operations? This was what, 17 or 18 years ago? Yeah, it was, I graduated college in 2004. And so I headed down to Atlanta, got my dream job at CNN. I had been studying TV production since high school. So my dream was eventually to direct. I wanted to sit in the director's chair in the control room. Um, I started out as floor director, you know, just doing the basic of helping people get mic'd, running the teleprompter, mm-hmm. and then I ended up in the feeds department, and then eventually worked myself up into the control room, uh, and I managed the fonts and graphics during live uh, shows, and um, I was there about almost, th- I want to say three years, around three mm-hmm. years, and I realized very early on this wasn't the job I, or the industry that maybe suited my best interests as far as like Mm -hmm. a human being. Um, I love go, go, go. I worked overnights. I loved it all. But then after a while, I was just like, I'm miserable. My anxiety is at an all time high. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm away from my family. I'm not making much money. And um, I just felt there wasn't much more momentum. Right. So I was like, you know what? I kind of want to pivot within Turner or CNN. I want to do more 
on the writing side, more on the marketing side. And I was applying to everything and no one would look at my resume. It's like they wanted, I don't know if it's okay to say this, but it's almost like they wanted me to stay on this one route. And I was like, I want to go this way though. Like, this is where I want to be. Actually, I thought I wanted to go this way. I want to go this way now. And so um, when I left CNN, I was very, I was at a really like turning point. I was only like 24 years old. And I was like, what? This was my dream job. This is what I studied. What do I do now? And then I kind of bounced around to sales and marketing jobs that I hated for a long time. Um, was never really, truly happy, but was just like, I got car bills to pay. I got stuff to pay. So I'll take whatever job I can get. Uh, and then fast forward to 2013, um, I was in a, I was still in sales and marketing, not happy, but they were letting me manage the Facebook page of the corporate, um, job I was at. Cause you know, back then social media, no one was taking it seriously, mm-hmm. but they were like, can someone just manage this Facebook page for us? I'm like, I'll do it. Um, and it helped me get back to what I loved about being at CNN, um, which was again, you know, creating video, um, storytelling 101 right and i was like this is it this is this molds everything i love everything i loved about cnn everything i loved about marketing and now it just boop and i was like this is what i'm supposed to do um i had my daughter and i was just like you know what i kind of want to stay home on top of that and so now knowing what i actually want to do i also want to stay home and then i started my business I can relate in so many ways. Um, you know, being at CNN, I know your role as a font mm-hmm. operator. Um, I ran shows and I worked in the, you know, as a leader in those, um, in the control room environment. Yeah. So I get it. And I leaned on that font operator a lot and you have to be on your toes, but you also really get to understand what the hook is and the yes, headline. A thousand percent. Which you incorporate in a lot of your social media strategies and your tips on Instagram um, and TikTok. So, you know, again, it's worth checking her out. I'll make sure you have her link in the bio, guys. Um, But, you know, just to elaborate on that, I agree. Like, social media and the content creation is such a great creative um, outlet for for individuals that may have been in media or news. And I found my love for it when I was. I had just had my daughter, so she's like about, she's 11 now, and I just really saw the power of it, mm-hmm. and I kept telling my team at the time, like, we all need to be tweeting at the same time about yes. the show. <laughs> yes. Like, we need to create the, uh, like, a momentum and, mm-hmm. and get around this algorithm, so every member, we all need to be <laughs> tweeting. I love it. And um, I wound up making and designing a social media guide testing all the things that I thought could work for my anchors or my shows on myself and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure you get people that come to you all the time that don't have much experience in content creating. So I want to make sure that we tap into that. But before we do, I really want to talk about how you became on cam ready to launch your own business and put yourself out there. You know, what are some if you look back, like what are the, some of the things that you did to really set yourself up for success? You know, I, I tell everyone on this, I don't think I'd have a business without Instagram stories. I just Mm -hmm. started documenting my day and that might come from background in news and media where like, I know, even though everyone thinks we're all so boring, we have nothing to say. I'm like, I mean, look at all the stories on the news. It's everyday people sometimes that, 
um, you know, on the Today Show and things like that that they bring on to just to tell their story. And we're fascinated by mm-hmm. what each other's, what we're doing, and you know, in our lives. Um, and it's funny. I kind of look back on the days when I was at CNN. Facebook had just started, so there wasn't social media. Uh, MySpace was going, but even then, I remember sitting in the fees department on overnight shifts and just my spacing all night, Facebooking all night, right? It was a way to stay connected with people while I'm working an overnight shift and exhausted, right? So it was, I realized how much I needed it during those times. So when I was starting to build my business, I was like, I'm going to create the content that Shannon would have wanted to see on an overnight shift at CNN, Um, a break Mm. in the noise, right? And so sometimes we just want to see what other people are doing, where they're going, what they're eating. Um, so I literally just started documenting my days as a baby social media manager, starting my business with a baby. Um, I just started documenting it all in stories because at the time I wasn't sure what kind of content my audience actually wanted because I didn't have an audience. (laughs) I had maybe 200 followers in the local DC area. That's where I'm from. After Atlanta, I moved back to DC and I had some, you know, I didn't even start with family and friends because I was like, they don't care. They don't care about this. Uh, I just started engaging with other local businesses who I was like, who can I help? And I just started actively engaging, commenting on their stuff. They followed me and I just documented on stories until I really understood what I wanted to say. Now, that's not what I would tell a business owner right now to do. I'd be like messaging first, social second. Um, But to understand what my message was, I just hopped on stories and I waited to see what people attached to. Um, Me running around town, going to Starbucks, writing captions for my clients while my daughter is sitting there. You know, like people loved it and they were like, wait, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I, hi, I'm Shannon. I do Instagram for other businesses. People are like, oh my gosh, I would love to talk to you. So I think it's one desperation. <laughs> you just got to do it. Like if you want to start doing it, you got to show your face. And two, just not thinking about it. Like I was like, well, what would I want to see when I got on stories and I was bored? Right, we're picking up our phones because we're typically in between a task. We're bored. We want some entertainment. So, I know when I'm watching stories, I love to just see what people are doing and what their life is like being a this or a this. So that's what I did. I just mm-hmm. approached it in a way that I like absorbing it. So that's what happened. And then eventually, I realized things I was saying in stories was connecting with people, and then I would create content on those things, and then it just went from there. The point that she's making about, you know, the stories, you know, you don't have to sit there and document every single no. moment, but it's the mm-hmm. moments that matter to your business that are essential or yes. to relate. You know, if you have, if you're watching a movie, you know, maybe, maybe share that in your story. Cause whoever mm-hmm. is watching might be like, Oh, I love that movie. Or I really wanted to watch it. And it starts an organic conversation. Um, you know, a lot of people, I, when they ask me about social media and how to put themselves out there to get, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the attention of the media, I always yeah. tell them your social media platforms are your opportunity to create your own media channel. So mm-hmm. if you were your own network of hard news, soft news, and advertisements, how would you structure it? And it's almost like you have, you know, that saying, you got to eat your meat and potatoes before you can have your dessert kind of offering people a platter of this is my business, this is who Mm -hmm. I am, these are some of the companies that are supporting me, so I'm gonna support them, like kind of weaving it all together so that it is your own media channel. What are your thoughts on it? Like, do you see it that way too? 
I actually never really thought about that way, but I, I love that you said that it's, and you know, a lot of people say it's like your reality show, right? But like thinking of it, but that sounds so, you know, thinking of it more as a media channel, a platform is a much more professional way to think of it. Cause I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not a reality show. This is, it is, but it's, it's business too. Like we're building businesses and we're building brands. Um, but it is, it's just the basic things that we all connect on as humans. Um, so, but what's so cool is as I'm documenting certain parts of my day, I'm reminding them what I do and I'm reminding them, you know, if, if you want, it'd be great. Like if you heard what I had to say, cause I have some things to say. And I think as someone, me who <laughs> hid in the background, <laughs> never really stood up for myself, even in, especially when I bounced around jobs, you know, I just did my job, clocked out, went home, you know, um, I hid in the back of conference rooms and now it's a, it's been a big shift for me that I was like, oh, people actually do care. Uh, so if you're in that space where you're like, well, you know, is this what I'm meant to do? Really just do what feels organic to you. Like you said, organic, like it's, I just got on Instagram, use social media the way it was intended to just connect, Mm -hmm. share what's going on in my life, uh, the vulnerable parts too. And, um, I just fell in love with it. It's almost like a diary of your business. And now I get to look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a wild time. <laughs> like I was, <laughs> and just to see the transformation of myself is really encouraging. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually got on stories the other night and talked about it, you know, cause like this, this, this year in particular has been the year that I'm like, oh my gosh, all the things that 10 years ago, I was like, wouldn't that be cool if blank, wouldn't that be cool if blank it's happening right now. And it's really cool. Cause you get to experience the come up, like you actually get to look back and go, wow, I did that. And if you're feeling stuck, you know, I know if I would have stayed mm-hmm. where I did, I would not be as happy as I am right now. <laughs> and you know, the point that you're making, it took 10 years. Yeah. People, you can't look at someone's social media and think it's an overnight success. And a lot of people do, they see it and go, oh my gosh, I can't do that. <laughs> yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I've been climbing myself, I'm not at, you know, 10,000. I'm not. And I could, you know, there's, there's people who say, Oh, buy followers, do this. No, because if you do, you kind of miss the whole point of the platforms, which is engagement. And the engagement really does help boost your posts, helps Mm -hmm. your credibility. And it really helps you make those sales or connections that are needed to make your business a success. Right. Um, and, and on that note, I've noticed that some people, I'm one of them, where I have my main handle, yes. who is all about me. And then once I, you know, I'm starting this, my business on camready.com, I have my, my, this podcast, I have a new handle on camready. I have another handle if in case I decide to start selling things to make in another passive stream of income. Like, I'm not alone. There are other people with a variety of handles, and you don't have that. You kind of put it all together, as you're saying, and and make it all work for you. And I'm just wondering how. Yeah. <laughs> how do you move it all together that. and make it um, one media channel? Yeah. Um. <laughs> So it's it's funny you say that because there's definitely industries where I'm like, or goals. It just comes down to your goals, right? My goal, you know, I have a social media management agency. I have a course for people who want to do what I want to, who, who, who want to do what I do. I should probably have three. I just don't have time. 
So, but my goal of where I want to take this business is, does it match up with having a bunch of channels, I guess? Um, because my goal is just, I want to people just to know who I am and that I have different avenues. So I use TikTok to be that other channel. I use TikTok to help people who do what I do. So Instagram I use as to help people grow on social media, period. Any business owner you are, and I know that I people say niche down, niche down. My my um my goal for them is the is my niche, right? To simplify and have fun. On TikTok, I use TikTok to sell my course for social media managers because that's very different than what my Instagram audience is about. So that's one thing you could do too if you don't want to have platform, you know, say there's another platform you want to kind of test, you could do that. Um, I it's not a bad idea to have more than one uh channel because especially because I know, especially with the podcast, a lot of people just the podcast has its own channel. So you could do that because you can even collaborate with your other account now. So mm -hmm. I think years ago or even a year ago, I would have been like, that's a lot of work. But now there's that option to collaborate. So the posts go two places. So that's genius. So I think having one for the podcast is good. Having one for, you know, personal. I still have a personal account. I just don't post on it. <laughs> like I don't have time. But what I did instead of having one for my agency if I was looking to grow my agency right now, yes, I'd have a, I'd have an Instagram account for it. I'm not right. We're good. Mm -hmm. If I was looking to grow this, I would have another, but right now I'm just trying to grow Shannon McKinstry. I'm trying to get mm -hmm. more speaking engagements, get more people. Um, I think the main thing is if the messaging is different, then that's definitely where you need to have two different accounts. My messaging is pretty consistent based on what I sell. Um, but that's a long tangent way of going. It just comes down to your goals. Like, what are you looking to grow? Um, and use those, use whichever account to guide them to the other account and vice versa. But if you're just like, if someone's going, oh my gosh, I can't even fathom having more than one, just really nail your messaging and make sure you just double down on it. You know, I, I produced this other podcast called The Media Mix with uh, Claire Atkinson, and we actually talked to Gary V. And he was saying that it's really cool to, it was really cool, by the way. That's amazing. He was saying it's really good to be taking a look at um, Facebook Reels, YouTube Shorts right now, mm. because the algorithm is really boosting those that, that add content there because it's such a new feature. Yes. Um, I started to use, you know, my Facebook business page to get into the Facebook reels and, mm -hmm. you know, it's a slow growth there. Um, but you know, I think you're right in the sense of it is probably better to have like a platform that you decide to like test things in yes. and then your main platform, um, because it does simplify things a lot. And um, then there's less pressure, website, yeah. right? It's not like I have to go viral on all of them. There's less pressure. It's mm -hmm. like, no, this is my main one. This is my focus. And let's just have some fun and see how this does. And if it blows up, awesome. So let's go through some fire round questions. Okay. Say you have a lawyer coming to you and they're saying, hey, I really want to get noticed by the media. I want to put myself out there on a variety of platforms. Um, what would you suggest they do outside of posting about their day, mm -hmm. which isn't really something they want to do because they really want people to just understand their expertise level to pick them for a TV guest. Mm -hmm. You know, when you get those types of people, what, what would you say to them? The very best thing you can do right now well, 
This works on TikTok and Instagram. But where I'm seeing it go crazy is TikTok. <laughs> Literally talk to the camera. I don't want to see a fancy camera. I don't want to see fancy fonts. Talk to the camera. And again, back to Instagram stories. Give it a story feel. The TikToks that are going bananas right now, doctors, lawyers, dentists. I mean, it's crazy. Plumbers. Like it's, I because I go in, what I do is I study. <laughs> I study what's going, doing well and I figure out why. And this, it started on TikTok. It's now coming over to Instagram. Everything mm-hmm. felt very scripted for a while in Reels, myself included. Now it's literally those talk to camera videos look like an Instagram story, but they're Reels and TikToks and they go bananas. So. What that looks like to you is propping your phone up, having a hook, right? But what my hooks have kind of switched into, what I say I'm sharing, I'm a lawyer and I'm sharing three ways to uh, protect your online course, right? It would, above my head, it would say three ways, three steps to taking to um, protect your online course. I would not say that out loud though. That would be over my head as the hook, right? That's the hook on media, your magazine, whatever. That goes right here above your head. And right away, start talking like you're sitting in front of someone having coffee. And I would say something like, you've probably heard you need to da da da, but actually this is the best thing you can do. Number one, like don't even say the hook, just go right into it. Jump in. We have no time to even hear the hook. Just put the hook there because we'll read it within one second. We'll see that it's for us. And again, Make sure your hook is a little more niche. Like I'll say, you know, if say it's three reels to create for your business, you haven't thought of before, right? I go a little deeper. Um, but right away, I wouldn't say, here's some here's some reels you should try. Like I'm just going to go, you've probably, you know, um, the best thing you can do is almost like what you do so well, right? You take a soundbite, a Gary Vee podcast, right? If you see that podcast as you're scrolling, there's no... Today we're here with Gary Vee, or he's not going, here's three ways. He's just already mid-conversation. So mm-hmm. be, so what I'm seeing do well, hook over your head, start talking like you've already set the stage, like you're answering someone's question. That is what's going so well for all the creators out there, especially people who probably don't think they're creators, lawyers, right? Um, talk to the camera. Don't worry about anything fancy. Use your iPhone. Your or your droid, hopefully an iPhone. <laughs> it's just we know Instagram for some reason is very cruel to Androids, but that's it. And it sounds so simple because it is. Um, once you get your cadence, once you, once you do want, see one go well, start them off the same way every time. I had one where I just talked to the camera, and I just said, "Look, I'm begging you guys to stop." Blah 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 blah. It went viral for me. It went crazy, <laughs> and all I said over my head, I said, "Stop posting testimonial graphics." And because that grabbed their attention and I just said, I'm begging you to da 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 And I just tested it out and it worked. So now you take that and run with it. I promise you that's what's doing so well in August of 2023. <laughs> it's always changing. <laughs> um, but yeah, As less, of now. Yeah. Less three tips, less <laughs> how to's, just talk. And that establishes yeah. you as an expert. I've also noticed people talking off camera. Yes. Yeah. Hi, my name is Abuela. And I'm like, oh, that, that's actually drawing me in. I, I mean, Because it looks like they're being interviewed, right? Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's another so tactic. So I'm like, oh, who are they talking to? That has stopped me when they're looking off camera. How funny. Um, so and I agree. I, I can see it. <laughs> I love that you said that. Again, when you see one going viral 
or you are sucked in, why? Just observe. Yeah. Like that's all I do is I'm mm-hmm. like, well, that worked for them. Let's try it. And it works. I'm like, oh. Yeah, let's try yeah. it. Yeah. And and you know what I like your okay, so another quick question because I want to make sure I get these all in. On your website, you all, you mentioned that you have a course, you have a course and you also have an entrepreneurial, I think it's like an entrepreneurship community. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell us a little bit about those? Yeah. So I've got a few things. The course I have is for people who want to be social media managers, uh, consultants, trainers, et cetera, and build a social media marketing business. Um, I basically just hand you my playbook with, you know, um, it's less about how to be one and more about how to run a business. So, you know, onboarding templates, boundaries, things like that, that I really help you do. The membership is basically for people who are just like, I can't think of what to say. I don't know what to post. I don't know my brand. I don't know my messaging. Um, you get instant access to a portal with a ton of on-demand trainings. We have experts like you come in, right? Like where there's where there's any knowledge gaps, we hire an expert to come in. Uh, lots of trainings on Instagram, LinkedIn, things like that. Uh, and we give you caption templates every month. So those are two different. So again, very different offers. Um, but myself as a brand, I just build up as, you know, I want to be your go-to for anyone struggling with social media who's like, I am so overwhelmed. I am going to throw my phone in the lake. Like, that's what I want my brand to be. <laughs> um, and, you know, people say all the time, they're like, you just make marketing your business on Instagram feel fun. I'm like, mission accomplished. Um, yes. those are the, those are two ways to work with me. Two very different avenues though. And just about fun real quick. If anyone is not following her, they should, you should be again, her link will be down below, but Thanks. there was this conference you went to. I felt like there yeah. was like cowgirl uniforms and <laughs> outfits. And- <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah. You know, like, so having fun can be however you as a business really want to engage with your audience on. It doesn't necessarily have to be about your clothes or it could be just your personality. If you are someone who's bubbly and professional, there's a way to incorporate that. Absolutely. Don't try to be anything you're not. You know, I tell everyone, I'm like, if you're really serious Mm -hmm. and not silly and don't want to do trending audios, cool. You don't have to. You really don't. It's yeah, it's going to come off weird if anyway. You want to do a trend. Yeah, do I'm it. sorry to interrupt you, but if you want to do a trending audio, she also shows you great ways to do it. Um, you know, one of the things that I I don't know, I kind of pride myself on is <laughs> using a cell phone to make really cool grainy content for brands mm. and I just love using an iPhone 14 and making the content for others. Yes. But it's really hard when I'm trying to do it for myself and of myself. And what I like about your platform is you kind of show people how to play into a trending audio. Mm-hmm. Like you did this one where you, you know, I think it was a coffee, you're making a coffee yeah. and then you had a Starbucks in yes. your hand, you know, that transition that, but that's the thing, you're making it simple for people. And I, I really do appreciate that. Um, because you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I've been behind the scenes. I'm not really a person in front, but I was in front of the camera when I was younger. So it feels comfortable, but you know, it's not me. So you do help I think make it more um, authentic for people. And I appreciate that. So before we go, what are just like maybe three tips outside of, you know, making it fun and um, personable, would you give someone who's, you know, just starting out maybe on a fitness journey or a real estate agent, you know, what, what type of content would you advise them to start incorporating? I love it. Yes. This is one of my favorite questions because 
it can get really overwhelming, especially when you're scrolling and seeing all these tips from other people who do what I do. And you're going to hear a different thing from everyone. But what I would say, one of the biggest things to ask yourself before you get started is what do you want to be known for? Like, what is it that you're on this earth to help people with? And do not feel like you have to do and show, like you said, your entire life. You just, what do you want to be known for? Um, and create content around that and really get to know your audience. Best thing you can do is market research before you get on there and start throwing. I do, I'm not a fan of throwing spaghetti to see what sticks. Do the research first. Once you've done that, um, try to give a variety. And I just did a reel on this recently um, of, of your content. For I work with realtors, I work with photographers, real uh, uh, restaurants, brick and mortars. And I tell them all, everyone is on social media to feel seen, to feel heard, and have a place where they feel like they belong. So again, what do you want to be known for? Why do people want to follow you? Do you help someone feel like they belong and that they need to be in your community? So with that said, the three things you need to do are the three pieces of content that you need to be doing every week. One is something empathetic. And that doesn't mean you have to do this drawn out, inspiring, right? You you did one just the other day, right? Some B-roll, some text, um, just something that makes you, you put yourself in their shoes. What do they need mm-hmm. to hear? The biggest thing that my clients struggle with when they first meet with me, I'm like, what does your person need to hear today? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, let's, let's figure it out. And then once they know, I'm like, you just say it every week in a different way. So that's one, something empathetic. Um, that can be client stories, your story, or just a pep talk type of situation. The second piece of content you need to create every week is something, I know it's boring, seems boring, educational, but what I like to say is it's whatever gets people thinking. It's something that takes a task off their day. What people are still messing up on, on Instagram, and it's, it's fine. That's what we were doing two years ago is like seven things, five things. Give us one thing. What's one thing someone needs to start? What's one thing someone da 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 What's one thing that only your closest friends know about you, right? Something educational that's going to help them. Anything that is helpful. It could be a hot take. It could be a mic drop. It could mm-hmm. be an opinion. It doesn't need to be that deep, right? That's where people get stuck. The third is entertaining, right? That doesn't mean you have to dance. Doesn't mean you have to do trends. Entertaining could be a funny story, it could be, again, a funny trend, which I'm obsessed with those. Um, a lot of people are like, I'm not funny. I'm like, okay, then, you know, what's another way we can entertain? Maybe there's some funny memes that you could use and lean on if if your people want that. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes I tell people that entertaining could sometimes just be the behind the scenes content. That's entertaining to us. We actually do want to see where you went on vacation. Um, it could be personal. You at a conference, maybe tell a funny story about it. Uh, something entertaining, letting us into your world is also entertaining, a form of entertainment. But what I use for entertaining is usually the relatable situations, poking fun at things my people would love. And those are the three pieces of content I share every single week. And I, I just don't reinvent the wheel. That's it. I love that. Don't reinvent the wheel. You know, I could, there's so many things I could bring up right now, but I feel like, (laughs) you know, I've taken so much of your time. But I do, I love. This. I do want to bring this up just in case anyone's listening. Sure. You know, one of the things that I've been trying to do is tapping into that work from home desire, mm-hmm. right? So every week I try to do one post about 
working from home. You know, I did this one. It was like working from home is magical, you know, mm -hmm. just because you see your kids, yeah. you know, you get to be a part of their lives. Yeah. Trying to tap into the emotions that might also be out there and relatable is also key. And that's yes. one of my commitments. You know, I also find some people are trying to monetize their accounts as much as possible. To gain experience, I've been working with brands. So like you're saying, you do it for local places where you work on their social media. You know, I've had this flood of interest in people sending, you know, like products and saying, hey, can you photograph these? So people listening, if you are getting those opportunities, it's worth trying out because those can also lead to more opportunities and potentially paid opportunities. Absolutely. And if you are trying to be a social media manager or someone who is co creating content, it's worth taking those opportunities and giving it a shot, mm -hmm. especially if you need additional streams of income. Now, when it comes to streams of income, I'm just curious, you know, how do you advise people when it comes to selling things? Like you were saying, you sell your course on TikTok, not so much on Instagram. Are there any final thoughts that you have on engaging with people on trying to sell something? Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't tell them to DM all their followers. No. The I make the most sales. Again, I feel like I've been broken record with this one, but I make the most sales. I convert the most on Instagram stories. And what I do is I'll show a snippet of what I'm up to that day. Literally, I'm like working on an Instagram audit, about to send it out. Can't wait to see what she implements. Click, 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 click. And I put, the, do you want one too? So every time you're selling, create an experience. I so love it. Tell the story of how you just helped someone get completely unstuck. Tell the story of da 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 or just share, literally, I'll literally put a picture up, my laptop open with what I'm working on, my coffee, da 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 And I'll be like, and this person's about to get da-da-da-da. And people, and I'm like, click here if you want it. And it and it leads to that. So, um, and the other way I sell is uh with my content. I typically lead with this, with this, with the empathy, the education, or the entertaining. And then I just whoop, I slip a little, by the way, did you know? you know, as it relates to whatever I, the message I just shared, did you know I offer blah, blah, blah in my blah, 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 DM me the word and then I use many chat and it will, it'll send them the link. So there's so many ways to convert, but I don't lead with the promotion. I lead with connection and then I will weave in a little bit of, by the way, you and I can work together, do this. And they're like, oh, sure. So that's what I find. I mean, again, you're going to hear different things from everyone else, but I'm telling you right now, it does not fail me and it does not fail my clients. Well, thank you so much, Shannon. I mean, you offered so much value for everyone listening. Again, her link is in the bio. And make sure that you follow her, check out her website, check out her courses. Um, I think you're an inspiration, and I look forward to staying in touch with you on LinkedIn. Um, that's also a community worth investing your Absolutely. time in, anybody who's listening. Thought leadership there is key. So um, I'll be posting some clips there. But thank you again. Thank you, Jamie. This was awesome. I appreciate you so much. Great. That was my conversation with Shannon McKinstry. Do look in the description for a link to her website. Down there, you'll also find a link to my stand store. In my stand store, I have a link to Riverside. As an affiliate, I do get supported by anyone who signs up through my link. So do check it out. Um, and if you are going to launch a podcast, download my PDF. The PDF has a list of questions that you really need to think through before you decide to to craft a show and launch. 
um, and I am a consultant. So if you're looking to hire someone as a content consultant or a producer or just someone to really brainstorm with, you can also sign up for a one-on-one -on -one through my stand store or you can email me. That's what I got. Thanks so much for being here and for subscribing. You know, putting myself out there and being on camera isn't something I thought I would be doing at this point in my life. <laughs> um, it's definitely something I thought I would do in my 20s. I just decided it would be better if I invested in being behind the scenes. And I'm really glad that I've spent nearly 20 years behind the scenes because now I really can put all my skills into making something of my own from the YouTube channel to the podcast and all the content I have across my social media platforms. By the way, find me on Instagram, Jamie underscore the producer. Okay, check out the next, the well, before I do that. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe and like the channel um, and do check out the teaser so you can see what other episodes are coming up. And um, I just wanted to say thanks again and I'll see you online. Ooh.